Hello, welcome to the Withy Window Podcast, brought to you by Covenant Coffee. The Withy Window Podcast exists to help men and women have dominion and mastery over their corner of the earth as they build godly households that are sturdy, productive, and joyful. We believe that Jesus Christ is Lord over all, and we desire to see His Word come out our fingertips. And particularly, we desire to build upon the commands of Christ by speaking specifically about the wisdom of applying those commands. My name is Matt, and I'm joined here again by my wife, Sarah. Hi, guys. Let's talk about chores. Uh, Super practical, fun, sometimes frustrating uh, Mm -hmm. topic, but... Let's talk about chores, family, kind of parenting, household, productivity. Um, There's kind of a lot of household things wrapped up here. Uh, So even if you uh, are not married or uh, you're married but don't have any kids yet, like I think there's still good principles here that are applicable um, regardless of where you're at. It's just the practicals are going to probably look different. But but even your life can be structured in certain ways that are honoring to the Lord and, Lord willing, in you know, uh, preparation for having kiddos. But, you know, I, I, I just have to start out with this thought here. As I pastor quite a few family, families, I honestly am often astounded by how little their kids contribute to the household. Like how little they actually do to move the mission of the family along. And so therefore, just how much mom and dad end up doing Mm -hmm. that their kids can and should be doing. Um, Especially, I mean, for for many reasons, but like, I mean, kids have lots of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, they should. Um, have lots of time in the evenings, during the day, or the weekends to contribute to the household. So, um, like I, I mean, I, I've seen situations where you might have the bossy parent who just hollers for things to get done and kind of haphazard, but but nothing. What, what I'm talking about is families that have nothing strategic or structured for the good of the child, the household, and the mission. Mm-hmm. Um, that is that is intentionally thinking. What are the th- things that this particular kid can contribute based on their skills, their abilities, and so on and so forth that would help move the mission um, of the family forward. And so as as we think about chores, I, I just want to set it in kind of this framework that kids need to learn a few things. Just in general, and I'm saying chores is one of those areas that this um, can and should be learned, mm-hmm. these things. One is loving God. Second is loving their neighbor. And, um, and the, well, really just those, those first two, and then I'm going to give this exception. Where we talk, we, a lot of times people connect like money management with chores. Well, I'm going to teach them how to tithe, and, I'm gonna, you know, and people are going to pay them mm-hmm. to do chores. But the problem is that if they get paid for their contributions to their family then you mix or confuse the motives of the child. Mm-hmm. And, and when it comes to contributing to the family, they need to think, like, I'm genuinely helping my family move forward, mm-hmm. not doing this just so that I can get money. Mm-hmm. So my, my encouragement is you should not 
teach them money management from uh, or by giving them money from chores. You want to teach them to tend to something um, for the good of another. Of the, of the something, mm-hmm. right? Not just so that you can get something back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, starting a small business or selling soaps or, you know, whatever, you know, some kind of small thing that your child can run and make money off of, mm-hmm. then teach them money management. Mm-hmm. And you're teaching them entrepreneurship and, and uh, lots of other life skills at the same time. Um, but let's go back to this. They're loving God and loving their neighbor. How are they doing that? How are they learning that in the realm of chores? Well, they're loving God by exercising dominion over the plot of land that God has given them, whether that's dishes, laundry, cutting grass, or... Their bedroom, or the living room, whatever zone I give them, you mm-hmm. know, their responsibility. Yep. Which is a nice, another, I'll plug, I'll say this real quick. Um, it's another good word for chores is their responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and then second, they're loving their neighbor. And usually the neighbors that get most overlooked are the ones that are most uh, closest to us. Mm-hmm. So like... Husbands and wives tend to overlook that their spouse is their neighbor, Mm -hmm. and it's probably the closest neighbor they have, but they tend to overlook that one. Mm -hmm. Parents to their kids. But in this case, kids to their siblings and kids to their parents. So if you don't... So here's the deal. If you do not expect them to contribute to the household via what we're calling chores or responsibilities... Um, then you are failing to teach your child how to love the uh, neighbors that are closest to them. Mm -hmm. So then how can you expect them to love their spouse? How do you expect them to love you? How do you expect them to love their lost neighbors? Or or a community, a church family down the road someday? How do you, when you haven't taught them that you're doing laundry... uh, and that's loving to mm-hmm. your family, you know. Right. Our kids are all the time putting away dishes and loading the dishwasher because we eat two and three times a meal, uh, two, two and three meals a day, mm-hmm. um, especially on the weekends. And but they see those plates go in and out and come out to our table and then go back into the dishwasher, go into the cabinet, then come back to the table and into the dishwasher and back into the cabinet. All so. the while doing those things without the the motivation of a reward of any sort, really, mm-hmm. and especially of not money, mm-hmm. not not a um, an allowance. Yeah. Doing such. doing the right thing should be rewarded reward itself. Enough. That's yep. right. Yep. So let's give some principles here. First of all, chores should be age and skill appropriate. Sure. I think one um aspect of this is you know you have little toddlers and you're teaching them to clean up their toys when they're done you're teaching them to um tidy up you know at the at the youngest of ages and then it's it's easy to not think that your child can do more as they just get a little bit older. So that's where you have to think creatively, think within a community and ask other um, families, well, what do your kids do for chores or um, and such for contribution to the home? Um, and gather, you know, wisdom from 
families who have older children to see what they do so that um, you can not be behind in teaching your young kids of how and what to do. So like, yeah, yeah, don't be afraid to push them no. in, their, in theirs. Now, I will say that I start off with my first, and I'm pretty sure he was two, maybe three. And I, would, I was all gung-ho about teaching him how to clean the bathroom, clean the <laughs> toilet and everything. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, I need to teach him these things, teach him how to use that toilet brush and, and such. And I just learned real quickly that I'm like, you know... I this might be a little much with chemicals and with the bacteria and grossness and you know props to first time parent trying um but that's okay it's good to try things and then it's okay to dial it back too mm-hmm. well and, and the thing is if you don't ever push the limits you won't know where the limits are right and so if you don't push your child even to the point of their frustration or breaking then you won't know if you're getting the full potential out of them. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean you have to push them to breaking and you do that every time. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is like you can you take a time, right, I'm going to give them this chore, I think this is beyond them, and they go to do it and they are frustrated mm-hmm. or they do it terribly. Well, then you have to assess, do I... Um, do I just need to instruct them more? Do I just need to give them more more time to get this? Or do I need to dial it back just a hair so it stretches them but doesn't stretch them quite as much? You know, because you also don't want them being frustrated every time they go to do chores. You want them to love doing it. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing in the Bible that says that you have to give them the hardest chore possible. Mm -hmm. So you want them, if anything, to love the standard. So... um, so you might, but you have to judge that. You know, is the child just being lazy? Are they just not being thorough? You know, do I need to teach them that in this moment, in I this situation a, with this chore? I have a good example of that um, with a baby coming. I chose. There's laundry issues with our children. Issues as in, like you know, we. I just need to really um, tighten down on their their thoroughness. Um, with putting their own laundry away and such. And one of those aspects was helping my five-year-old daughter get to the point of being able to put her own laundry away. And so I learned real quickly that I needed to do it with her and give her more freedom and more of a um, more responsibility in putting the laundry away, sorting it, f- teaching her how to fold, teaching her what goes up on hangers and such. And so... Long story short, just learned how to walk with her and then also then give her a time where she, I'm like, you need to do it on your own. Uh, mommy's going to be doing this in here and you and I want you to do it by yourself this time, you know, and just walking with her and that. And, you know, not every time of those individual or independent times of her doing the laundry was um, seamless, but I then, I, you know, you mentioned something about, do I need to dial it back? And I learned real quickly that um, she needs to have smaller loads mm. of laundry. Mm. You know, um, when I have a big load of laundry and we're a little behind, um, it's really beyond her ability to, um, t- in a timely fashion, be able to put all of those away. So it's seeing the vision of where you want your child to go in responsibility and, and ability 
and um, setting um, the basically the, tra- the trajectory and the baby steps to get there mm-hmm. and being patient. Um, you know, they're they're learning and um, they need your patience and your guidance and your time to walk alongside them and then nudge them into independence. Mm-hmm. And don't so be afraid to dial it back too. So good. The next uh, thing is you need to create opportunities for chores. <laughs> so it means maybe you have to stop doing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, or you might need to lower your expectations of the quality of it. Mm-hmm. I know this is a struggle of mine. I ha- I don't have a problem uh, stopping doing everything, even though I'm a doer. Um, I don't have a problem... Um, uh, thinking of things for others to do, but where I t- I tend to fail at that one is lower. I, f- I have to lower my expectations of the quality of it, mm-hmm. um, and I, I usually will just let them still do it. But what happens? I get frustrated, mm-hmm. um, and the really the quality I'm expecting is beyond a lot of times their abilities. Sometimes it's because they're being lazy or lacking thoroughness or whatever. But sometimes it's just genuinely beyond their abilities. So with that, it's like you need to train them towards that that standard mm-hmm. that you have in mind, but you have to do it with patience and understanding their frame. And that's challenging to do. Yeah, it is, especially when you have them at different levels. Mm-hmm. And you know there's sin intertwined in there too, like laziness and yeah. lack of thoroughness. Mm-hmm. and so. Yep. Uh, next principle, maintain space for them. I think sometimes it's easy in Western, you know, culture, particularly Christianity. Sometimes we expect too much academics that we don't give them space to work hard in these other ways. So many parents shove their kids in school, give them a sport, make them do homework, and then they have no energy to contribute to the family beyond those things. And I've heard even well-meaning, uh, general, gen, um, generally good parents say, well, you know, their job right now is to go to school. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, when they get become adults, they will have their job where they make money that you're equating to their school, and then they will still have all of their chores at home. Right. So right now I get it. Their job is to go to school and their job is to contribute to the home. Which is real life. That's like that, life. That's you. life. You know, when you were introducing this topic uh, and you said something about having their, the children having space for such things, I'm thinking like that's really foundational for us to talk about chores and how we're talking about them. Um, children need space and time to, um, to learn them and to do them. Mm -hmm. And if that's not in place, that's really a great starting point right there. Yeah. And I would say on the other extreme of this, you have, you can't just eat up all of their time too with school, sports, chores, eating, going to bed. Right. So like today on the way home, um, and I'm, I'm usually the thinking, okay, the kids need to go do this, 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 and this, the, this needs done on the farm, this needs done on the farm. And you want to tell them that right, like on the way home so that they jump out and go do those things. So they jump out and go do those things. And <laughs> I, I, I decided on the way home, even though I was going to sit on the porch and get some work done, I decided, no, I'm just going to tell them 
to go play. They can have a snack and then go play. They they've been at school all day. They'll have their evening chores. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll have some more time the next couple of days because mm-hmm. yeah. some things will look a little bit different for them. And and they and can we get have those space on the weekends. Done. Yep, for such things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would say you know don't don't fall into either ditch. Right there, but maintain space for them. Like academics are not everything. Mm-hmm. Um, just like their job should not be everything. So, if, you know, if, if you follow that scenario, shove them in school, give them a sport, make them do homework, and then they have no energy, energy to contribute to the family, what does that teach them? Like as adults, get a job, get a hobby, and if you get around to caring for your family, then good. If not, I'm just doing what my parents modeled for me. And so the cycle continues. Right. And that's just a disaster. I mean, it's a train wreck. Mm-hmm. So... Next uh, principle, you train them. You can't tell them to clean a room and then get upset with them when cleaning looks like shoving everything out of sight if you haven't trained them. Such does our youngest son (laughs) loves to do. Oh, man, I think you wrote that for me. Um, I am notorious for having in my mind the standard of um, what the assignment or the assigned chore should look like. And then I am notorious then for maybe not probably not even wanting to take the time to check it. <laughs> but then when I actually do check it, cause I've been growing in that, then it's not the standard um, of what it should look like, you know? And it's because I, I really just want to tell them once and I want them to get it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just not how I even work. Like I need someone to train me and show me and such. And so and that takes time. It takes love and patience. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you really as parent have to look at the training process as exactly aiming towards that end goal of showing them how they ought to care for their neighbor, you know, mm-hmm. love God and and loving their neighbor through a, clean bedroom so if you go tell your child clean your bedroom that's so vague yes. for them you have to have specific items of what you mean by clean the bedroom yeah is it picking up the clothes is it um, tidying just this part is it all the way th- where everything has to be picked up to and then you have to vacuum the floor you know at what level and so those need to be spelled out for the child and trained often until yeah. they're getting good at it and then they're on their own and they know what the standard is. That's right. And, and just remember, training is not just teaching them how to wipe appropriately, mm-hmm. but like how to do it with joy, how to, how, like the reasons why you're doing this. Like we're cleaning the bathroom because this is loving to our family. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're straightening up our house because... This is loving to the people we're going to have over. Mm-hmm. Or this is loving to the house itself because we're keeping it orderly and, and, and in tidy fashion so that we can care for it well. You mm-hmm. know, so and, and I know you can't think of all those things. and I don't rehearse all of those things in every conversation. Every time I teach a kid how to, hey, you didn't wipe the table good enough, I'm not going over with them. Well, we're doing this because we're loving our neighbor and blah, blah, blah. Sometimes. Right, not every time. It, it depends on the child. Yeah. You know, so anyway, so you just you teach them more than just the skill, because you know, more than the skill is what's important as well. Sure. 
Um, and this kind of goes back to you can push them. Don't be afraid to push them. But mm-hmm. you can expect a lot out of your children. Like, I don't... I mean, I, maybe people look at me or us and think we're crazy. But, um, like, you know, a couple weekends ago, we had to paint about 6,000 square feet, five five to 6,000 square feet of barn roof. Um, barn our cottage and chicken coop and our little carriage house. And all of that totaled like five to 6,000 square feet. That was all a story to two and a half stories high. Mm-hmm. And Chap and Hayden painted about a fourth of that total square footage, just the two of them, mm-hmm. with very little help from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like literally... I mean, I had to carry the five-gallon buckets up the ladder for them. Um, but they mixed the paint. They spread it. Uh, they even had to get creative on how they got up onto one part of this barn. And, and just so that no one calls you know, child services on us, they, they were painting the parts that were flat for the most part. Um, <laughs> I was up on the lift doing all the, the crazy high-pitch stuff um, or steep-pitch stuff. But... Uh, but they did it, and they did it well, mm-hmm. and they did a good job. And I had to come back and get them on a couple of things they they missed, but but they did awesome. And mm-hmm. they're twelve and eleven. Eleven. I mean, chaps almost twelve and a half, and they they did it, and they did it with. I didn't get any complaining out of them. Like they just did it with joy. I'm gonna take. They don't know this, but I'm gonna take them out for a reward mm-hmm. um, here soon. And they just did awesome. Yep. And they. I mean, that job, we saved literally like $10,000 mm-hmm. on that job at least. And their work was probably two or $3,000 of that. Yeah. Um, that. That's huge. They contributed greatly to our family. Um, and, and that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And man, I, here's the, the sad reality is I know a ton of adult men that wouldn't or couldn't go do a job like that. Right. I kept telling them during that process, I'm like, you guys are doing adult work. Yeah. So proud of you guys. Yeah. I mean, I, I was on the other side of the barn. I couldn't even talk to them half the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and this was over the, they literally over the course of four days. Mm-hmm. Um, well, for them, three days, because, um, no, 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 it was four days because they came back and did the chicken coop later. So, anyways, I've belabored that point enough. Um, so, again, what is the child? learning love of God, love of neighbor. They're learning skill management and skill development. Mm -hmm. They're learning time management. They're learning organization. And over all of these things, they're learning dominion and mastery. Yeah, and I wanted to emphasize too, like it just, this really takes a, it's a long span of time. You're teaching these skills and what the child is learning over so much time from their their infancy from like their toddler age where they're cleaning up their toys Mm -hmm. up into their teenage years it's just over two decades you're you're training them yeah but man you're giving them all of those things love of god love of neighbor skill management time management and things that are just so valuable for the rest of their lives Right. All right, so let's spend the rest of the time just talking about some practicals. These are just purely examples from our home um, that you can take or leave or modify, but just wanted to kind of, you know, 
put it and give some examples. So um, we're we're always with our kids assessing and reassessing their skills, mm-hmm. um, what's best for our family. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean by like what's best for our family, here's a very practical example. I think we can all figure out like, okay, well, what can what are the skills of a two year old versus that of a ten year old? Mm-hmm. That that's pretty obvious. But like, what about like what's best for the family? An example would be like Chapman doing breakfast table cleanup is better than one of our younger kids doing it because of speed. And we Just, need to get out the door yeah. by a certain time for school. Yeah. Don't put your slowest kid mm-hmm. on breakfast cleanup mm-hmm. when getting out the door is oftentimes a stressful mm-hmm. thing when you have a timed place that you need to be you need to get to on time so mm-hmm. that you're not rude to the people that you're going to, especially right. church. Because, uh, you know, I see people come in late, the kids. <laughs> And right. So, that, you know, that's a good segue into one of the practicals that we f- implemented a long time ago with our family would be there's always meals that need to be um, that are eaten and within every day. And so we have meal duties. We have breakfast duty, lunch duty, dinner duty. And what that means is that person, that child that's assigned is designated to set the table and um, and then clean up afterwards yeah. as There's well. There's usually someone who's like clearing the table and is going to wipe the table. More like the dining room duty. Yeah, dining I would room. say exactly. when I say yep. meal duty. So setting the table, making sure everything is ready for that particular meal. And then post meal, everybody's responsible for clearing their area of the their table. Their plates. plates. So. Yep. And then that person who has that meal duty, say um, Silas at dinner duty, then um, removes the remaining items from dinner, like salt and wipes. Yep, 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 wipes the table and is supposed to, you know, hold the (laughs) chairs out and vacuum underneath it. So did he? Does he? Is he known from your training that he's supposed to uh, pull out the chairs? Yeah. Okay. So the past two times, I've come back in here. I've said I've looked around. Hey, buddy, how did you miss that? Like and that and that and that and that and that, uh, you know. So it's full, you know life I is thought full I of le- resets. I legitimately know? thought <laughs> I was training him for the first time to pull all the chairs out, sweep, and then put all the chairs back in, and then finish sweeping. So nope, it's real easy, <laughs> and that you have to watch your kids. They'll do this. They'll they'll look for shortcuts. You're like, oh, looks decent enough, you know. Oh wait. And such, or just it's just a lack of thoroughness. So that's an issue that you know we're definitely working on. And, and so, then of, yeah. and of course, we have a kid who's in charge of doing the dishes, someone who's in charge of kind of clearing the countertops and wiping and the countertops. Kitchen duty you know? and such so, after meals. Yep. Yeah. So that that's just a regular rhythm that every family has is meals. Yeah. So so divide it up. Help. Yeah. Let them help. Let them do a lot of the work and do it together, especially if you have younger I mean, kids. Do it with them. I mean, um, you and I, when it mm-hmm. comes to like like dinner duty and like cleaning up afterwards, we don't really do much of that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like I overseeing now. Yeah, but I, when they were I little, did a good bit tonight mm-hmm. because the two olders were um, uh, at soccer practice. Mm-hmm. Like we ate, we had dinner together, um, and then we did not clean up. We left and went to soccer practice, and then when I got back. 
then I help Silas clean up, you know? Yep. Um, and that was mostly so that it would be clean by the time you got home yeah. this evening. Um, but, uh, but yeah, most of the time they, they take care of it. And yep. Which is a blessing as the kids get older. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, so yes. another practical, um, example of chores with our children is we call it blessing hours. And this is, um, happens around about the four o'clock hour. And this hour, and it's not usually a whole hour, but it's a time designated for us to transition from what's happened during the day and kind of transition into the evening. The goal is to have a tidy home. Um, the goal is to, um, to be settled and ready for the evening of whatever that evening holds. It usually holds a meal, a dinner, and I don't want to have toys still out. I don't want to have laundry sprawled out and, you know, not put away. I don't want to have school stuff or any kind of homework still left out. Those things are like this, this blessing hour is where our home is, um, is tidied up for the transition. So how I practically do that is I give zones of the house, um, to different children I pick what two or three areas of the home need attention and I divide that amongst different children and then that's their zone. And um, like we said before, I need, to, I need to get better at this, but it really needs to have a list. Each zone needs to have a list to clarify the expectations of that zone. How do you want it cleaned up during that blessing hour so they know? Otherwise, you'll be saying... The list over and over and over again. <laughs> over and over <laughs> again. Yep. And, you know, if they can't read yet, you have younger ones, then this is going to, you know, their zone will take some overseeing from the parent or maybe an older sibling can read to them what's on the list. But in the beginning and when for a while when you're training them, you're going to have to check them mm-hmm. and um, just and train them. But the checking is very critical. And the list keeps those expectations clear to the child and, and it, to the parent, and it keeps the frustration, you know, down from the, and the parent, you know, because if it's always verbal all the time, they just can't handle all those instructions all the time. So, yeah, it's a lot to repeat, especially yeah. across multiple kids and mm-hmm. all that craziness. Yep. So, so then we have like yeah. daily chores. Um, just it, some it real quick, as a big picture, you got to think of your chores, look at your home, and think what needs to be done daily. What needs to be done weekly? And then you can even get, when you're getting really good, you can get to monthly chores where um, some rhythms where it's like, well, we never really clean the ceiling fan blades, you know. Then you can get um, monthly chores in a rhythm too. But, you know, start with those daily and weekly um, chores. Examples of daily chores. Dishes. That's always needs to be done. Um, Our youngest, our daughter does silverware out of the dishwasher and our youngest son does all the other dishwasher unloading and <laughs> sometimes takes him a hot minute unloading yes and winnie it but, takes her a while too because she likes to sing and play with the silverware what, as if they're what, people what did henry say to you today about winnie and silverware he wanted to like if we could wake her up oh yeah or what was that about um i think it was just um, we need to wake her up earlier so she can do 
it more in a more timely fashion. Because, <laughs> you know, the so, fork is singing to the knife. And like, Winnie, we've got to go to school. <laughs> That's well, why she doesn't have the whole dishwasher. Well, <laughs> exactly. They talk about skills appropriate uh, or task appropriate for skill level um, and concentration level. <laughs> but what's right. funny there, though, is our seven-year-old, right, Henry Seven, uh, is our seven-year-old is being attentive to time management, even though that him and time management doesn't go together. Right. But in this moment he is because her task is attached to his. Yeah. And what's been happening like the past couple mornings is I've asked Henry to help Winnie with the silverware. So that's where this came from. So he's starting to think constructively like, well, how can we make this more doable for Winnie to do it all? (laughs) Yes. Which I (laughs) love. So instead of him, that's good complaining and whining yeah. like oh, she's always she's that happens not, sometimes but that does too <laughs> but here he's thinking how do i fix the problem mm-hmm. that's good i'm proud of him that's yeah good. um another daily chore um for us is bathroom cleaning um it doesn't get deep cleaned every day but i tell you what when you have children that sink gets dirty with one use with oh, children gosh. so i put that on the daily chores because that's something that you know, if it's getting dirty daily, then it can get cleaned daily. So I have a child that is in charge of the bathrooms. And I told this child that until he gets really skillful at it, he'll continue to have the bathrooms <laughs> duties. <laughs> hoping that motivates him to get pretty good at it. Um, another thing, you know, like potentially, with I mean, with our family, vacuuming is a daily thing because our floor oh, yeah. gets dirty all the time. So I put it on the daily things like in their zone of the blessing hours or after the meals. Um, you might just have a broom and dustpan after meals and such, but either way, the floor needs to be tidied daily. And you just got to think, well, what areas do you wish were clean? Mm -hmm. And so, and then let the kids do those areas daily and people create mess um, so people must clean the mess. Mm-hmm. So you got to do it often. And plus, putting it on the daily list also helps because there's going to be days where it gets skipped just because life happens, yeah. you know, here and there. Yeah. But generally speaking, you're going to have that that habit or that area um, up kept. Yeah. Well, the second or next, like, moving on from daily chores, but, but like weekly chores, you know, these are, uh, they're, I, I gave a few examples here that are, more farm oriented, like mm-hmm. things like cleaning the nesting boxes or cleaning out the chicken or duck brooders or, um, which I get it. Most, most people are, don't live on, uh, even a small farm like, like us, but, um, but maybe another example would be like grass cutting or weed eating. So literally a few years ago, I bought and, and actually asked uh, one of our parents to contribute to this because they're not cheap. But we bought an electric set of a blower, weed eater, and mower, um, push mower, um, specifically so the kids could use it. Mm-hmm. And and Silas has been using the push mower to cut grass now for three years, and he's nine. So when he was six, he started cutting the grass with an electric push mower. And he loved it, and he still loves he it. He still loves it. It's one of his favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I've not asked any of our other kids to use the push mower, and I, I need to shift that. <laughs> um, but now, whenever we cut grass, it's me, Chapman, 
and Silas and 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 Hayden now, mm-hmm. where we're all cutting grass generally about the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, animal care. I mean, a lot of people have dogs mm-hmm. and cats. What about a, a, a weekly bath mm-hmm. for the dogs or cleaning out a kennel or cleaning out a fish tank? Uh, <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. Or the deep clean of the of the bedroom. Um, you know, if it's deep, more deeply cleaned on a less frequent basis, it makes it easier and nicer on your uh, daily things. You sure know? does, right? And another maybe non-farm idea too is, you know, what does your yard look like? Are there toys strewn everywhere? Um, mm-hmm. Having that be a weekly thing where the the toys are tidied up and maybe cleaned up and such. And, um, you know, maybe dusting would be a good weekly um, skill and thing to, um, to yeah. implement on a weekly basis. So. Yeah. Well, let's end with some monthly examples, just a, a few here. Sure. Monthly. Um, dusting? <laughs> probably in some families. Like ours is like once a year. <laughs> <laughs> but it's on my radar to get it to get it much uh, more much and we both look up at the yes. cobwebs yes I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's no cobwebs in here because I just got done taking down the the border the wallpaper border yeah you know <sighs> and every family is going to be different so like I do not mop my floors daily I do not mop my floors weekly I should mop my floors monthly so that would be a for our family would be a great monthly thing, uh, maybe decluttering a certain area. Um, maybe, uh, maybe your bike area or your garage area gets cluttered with sports items. And that would be a monthly, um, job for the family, the maybe dad and the kids to go out to the garage and, and mm-hmm. declutter and such. And so that would be a, a good one. Yeah. Well, uh, we hope this has been helpful and practically helpful and principially, <laughs> if I can make up a word, helpful. Um, and I uh, would also ask you to please, uh, um, if you want to support us, to, uh, to go join us on Patreon. Um, and uh, there's certain benefits there, like uh, a monthly Q&A, and depending on which tier you're part of, and then the, the silver and gold tier, there's a, a monthly exclusive episode there as well. Um, and also go, please go leave us a review, um, to help, uh, wash out the, uh, detractors that are on there. Um, the people with nothing better to do with their time. Um, please, uh, please go leave a, a good review and, and write one if you can, uh, if you don't mind, we'd really appreciate that. Uh, we, unfortunately, um, some people listen and read, uh, negative reviews and and go listen to those people and and so um it's sad um but uh please take take some time to go do that we don't we don't want good rich gospel help to um be kept from people because of of other people's sinfulness and stupidity so um please go do that and uh we just thank you so much for joining us Um, Now go seek God in His Word as you build your household through dominion and mastery to be joyful, sturdy, and productive.